C.J. Stroud gets up to the 20, takes the knee. It's over. The Texans beat back Denver. 22 to 17. Houston prevails. 7-5 the record. I just went by the watch with a whole lot of diamonds to show how these niggas is my time. Took a trip out to Cali to hang with the Chris, make a play and get high off that Zaza. I say R.I.P. Kobe, a nigga so fly when I ball out, fuck around skydive. So much chicken on me, could have went by the Williams, the Rudy's, a big ass Popeye. In a whole different bracket, this life is immaculate. If you hit me for both, then you know that I'm taxing. Keep buying clothes, that shit still in the package. If he say that he robbed me, he capping me. Really, no niggas throw sevens like capping me. You not blind and you see that we have it. No, my city, so no, I'm not every. Came a long way from dope in the camp. Niggas know that I still uh, in the game that I rip. Uh, Went to Solomon, I shot the 10 for 600 on all our net. Uh, oh, like yeah. Ooh, wee. It is episode 101 of the Beltway Boys. I am Austin here with the one and only, the talented, the beautiful, you know, Walker. What is going on, man? I see you in that Texas State shirt ripping the Bobcats. Yeah, sorry. Gotta 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 show some love, man. Um, yeah, man. Just enjoying this this Saturday, um, checking out some 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 stuff, man. On 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 YouTube, looking at some prospects, you know. But uh, yeah, man. Like you said, gotta do. I got I did some Christmas shopping last month, but like you said, I probably uh, do a little bit more and finish up. Try to get that done early before. You know, the, the freaking madness of <laughs> people trying to shop that last week before, you know, Christmas. And it always happens. And just like you was, we were talking before the show, how online shopping is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Walker, I went to the mall today over here in Shady Katie and bruh, they, it was like empty. It was mm. crazy. Like, and maybe it's because we're still two weeks out or whatever it is from yeah. Christmas. But bruh, it was like nobody and hmm. it's like hey christmas is people y'all like, know i feel like people don't go to the mall no more bro it's a dying thing like, i was telling my wife that like it's that's like a, if it ain't the galleria for real and like it gotta be the galleria on like the weekend too but like i feel like if it ain't the galleria i really don't be seeing a lot of people in the malls when i be going yeah. Like Baybrook don't be having people. Uh, I went to freaking, what's that one off of, on the north side? I can't think of the name. Like uh, uh, Willowbrook? Willowbrook. I knew it was a W. Yeah, Willowbrook. Like, I went to that one. Like a ghost town. Uh, that And I don't know if you're not from this side of town, but anybody who ever been to Alameda Mall, that mm-hmm. place should have... That that one should have closed probably twenty years ago. Good God. So yeah, so it's just like it's weird, man. Because malls used to be the thing when we were it young. Used to be the thing, <laughs> bro. I remember when Katie Mills opened. They had a club in there. They <laughs> that was the place to be. Like yeah, not no more, man. It's mm-hmm. a dying thing. Amazon taking over, man. It's crazy, but. Another thing that has taken over, I feel like it is being talked about every week, and that is C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans. They get another win last weekend over the Denver Broncos, who at the time was the the team probably the hottest in the NFL. They were on a five-game winning streak. I think a lot of people were choosing Denver to beat the Texans. 
and the Texans came out on top, and really they let Denver catch up late, but they mm-hmm. were in control pretty much most of the game, and that was really thanks to C.J. Stroud and that defense. What were your takeaways from the game? And I know there's a couple – Players that you uh, are Walker favorites that stood out, man. So I just want to hear your thoughts on that. Oh man, it was a, it was a another nail biter, man. It was it was another close game. Came down to the last seconds. Defense finally got the stops we were hoping they would get weeks ago. Um, that would have us. That would really have us as dang near maybe the number one seed um but i mean we also won some of those close games so you know it, it evens out but um yeah man it was it, it was a game that looked like we were in control for most of it um i think i think had they not screwed us on that fumble t- for a touchdown i think the game would have been over after that because mm-hmm. um, the Broncos really couldn't do anything. And if they had to just come out and just pass it all the time, um, I think it would have been even worse for them. So, um, but yeah, all in all, man, it was a good game. Just trying to think back to. And you were um, actually at the game. Yeah, I was, so, I was there. What were your thoughts um, on that? I seen you there. We ran into each yeah. other. What were your um, thoughts on the atmosphere? It, it, that's a good question. Um, it was it was uh it felt it felt like it it had potential you know what i mean like yeah. it didn't feel cuz i know you you were there for that playoff game right the bills yeah mm-hmm. yeah it didn't feel like uh, it didn't feel like how i went to the i went to the uh i think it was a sunday night game or a monday night game versus the pats when we had watson and um uh, that game, I, actually, that game kind of felt similar because the Pats have a lot of fans too. But, but uh, kind of the same thing, man. I, I, I was like, bro, it's a lot of freaking Broncos fans in here. Yeah. I, that's all I kept just thinking about was like, man, like, am I tripping or, or like, you know, I haven't been in a minute, so I'm like, man, am I tripping or is this kind of normal? Like, you know. Cause like I said, last time I went, it was a Pats game, and they got a lot of fans too. So, um, but I was like, whatever. But like we're on defense, even early in the game, I felt like it was it was fairly loud. Um, so I really, you know, I really didn't notice it until like the Broncos start coming back, and then their friend, their fans start getting loud. I'm like, bro, nah, this ain't it. This ain't cool. <laughs> so I started thinking about like uh, I remember CJ was saying like all the Steelers fans were here and. I'm guessing they were kind of loud when they were there too. So, yeah, he's right, bro. We got <laughs> like thinking back on it, and, and also thinking the back of like listening to um, sports talk radio and how they were like fans should be ashamed of themselves, and like CJ saying like we need we need the fans in here. I kind of get it now because you know them, them these other fan bases have kind of been coming in, but it's been like that for the past three three years, you know. It's been like other teams, fans, it's, it's a cheap ticket, it's Houston, it's a cheap flight, you know, you get to see your team, so um, it makes sense. And nobody expected Texas to be this good, so, you know, those fans probably bought those tickets, you know, way in the beginning of the season. But, um, yeah, 
atmosphere though once the game at the end and the Texans started getting some stops and like it was getting there like it was it was really loud at the like that last drive I will say that it was very loud so I can only imagine how loud it gets when it's a full stadium of actual Texans fans um but yeah um yeah man uh Jimmy Ward got the game sealing interception and um it was it was cool bro but yeah, like you said about Stingley and, and having having the game he had, man, it was it was definitely felt um satisfying, you know. Um having people call him freaking uh D Milner and Oh <laughs> you, man. Yeah, bro. Somebody called him D Milner. I was talking to him on Twitter one day. That's disrespect. I, bro, after you know, people calling him a buzz saying Nick Casario should get fired for taking like are saying should Nick Casario get fired for taking him. Um, over sauce and you know just seeing him not only this game but he this game I feel like he really had a huge impact on on the outcome but seeing how he's been playing it the past three four weeks has been um, been amazing but uh, he made probably the best interception I've seen him make since he's been in the Texan maybe in his career um, and I you know I had a, a a great debate with a lot of people about that. Um, with with you know saying it was it was Petrie who should have you know been in that zone. He got hit with the double move again. And they were like, no, they were supposed to do that. So I see, man. Um, yeah. It is what it is, man. <laughs> Stingley made the made the play. He made an unbelievable interception. Um, that's like still even looking back at it, like how he made he. It's only probably five cornerbacks in the NFL who can make that interception. So like. Him, him say he basically saved a touchdown because if Sutton catches that, he's he's probably if not scoring, he's probably getting within five yards of scoring. So um, that was a game changing interception and, and just uh, incredible play. And then um, gotta show some love to Will Anderson too. Um, yeah, yeah, he tipped he tipped the Stingley's first interception. Um, he got two sacks, um, first time in his career. I'm pretty sure. Um, four QB hits. They said. Um, obviously he he uh, he tipped that punt. Um, so he he really he had his breakout game, man. Like this is this is what I for sure me because I've definitely been probably one of the hardest people on him. But this is what I was expecting from a player. You gave up what you gave up for. Hmm. Like this game um, is what I expected from him to have at least once before, you know, because he's played some bad. Like he played a bad offensive tackle this game, but he's played some bad ones before this too. So um, hopefully it was just something of him figuring it out, you know. Maybe this was the the game where the the the, the flip switch and he, he kind of gets it now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, he, he, he showed up, man. He, I will say that he showed up. And he's been a really good run defender the whole year. Um, so, you know, that hasn't changed, but if he, if he's doing that on a more consistent basis, um, it's going to be tough. And I, I expect, like, I'm still expecting it cause he's going to be playing the Titans, um, twice in like yep. three weeks, you know, and they suck on the offensive line. So, um, I think if he, if he can find a way to. Get like four more sacks. He's I think he's at five right now. 
he can finally get the way to like four more sacks before the season's over, he's gonna. I think he'll win defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, everybody keeps saying Jalen Carter's a lock, and I'm just like, how? I know he's he's a he's balling, but I, I just is he putting up stats that I haven't seen? I you know I could be wrong. I think. He 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 started off super hot. That's probably you know, and you know how that goes. When a when a player starts hot the first half of the season, they kind of they usually kind of the the media kind of just sticks with that. Yeah, it would be crazy. This is just foreshadowing. It would be absolutely crazy if CJ wins Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, and Will Anderson wins Defensive Rookie of the Year. That's your foundational pieces. And you march forward onward into the future. Jets, but, Jets did it last year. Did they? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're absolutely right. And I think even though that franchise is also kind of in a weird place right now, I think they'll be yeah. fine. They'll be yeah, I, think they'll right be fine, yeah. I did want to 100%. I did want to talk before we move on to this week. I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about uh, the loss of Tank Dale. Yeah. And just kind of what were your thoughts on it? Should he have been in the play to begin with? I mean, it's Monday quarterback, and now it's it's happened. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know. But who do you think steps up in his absence? And then how do you kind of feel about the play overall, him being in that um, that close to the goal line doing that? Oh, man. Yeah, I actually uh, – he got hurt in that end zone where we were sitting at um, – so like we were all happy and celebrating, you know, because we're like, oh man, we, we got we scored, you know. And then I look down and I see like Tank is still on the ground, and I'm like, what the heck? Like, no, you know, like no, not Tank, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I thought it was probably you know like a twisted ankle, something like that. Um, it was just weird because it was like, why is he right there, of all places, you know? Um, like, why would he be in the middle of the pile? Um, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I like D, like DJ B enemy said. I think he made a great point. Like, it's football, um, and, and stuff happens. He he uh, ended up in the pile. Should he have been there? Um, you know, you probably you probably could have. Are you maybe like I don't think he should have been blocking, like blocking down like that. But like you said, stuff happens, and he probably got tripped up until you know somebody could have pushed him in there. But I think I think you probably would use him better in that situation as a decoy, you know, like running a fake uh, route or something. But um, at the end of the day, it's football, and you can't like not have him in. In, in in running situations because that's just a a, a crazy tale. You know, like, mm-hmm. you don't have to be – you know, you'd have to be an idiot to not notice a, a, a receiver coming in only on passing downs. And, it's you know, so that's just going to really hinder what you can do as an offense. But, um, yeah, man, it, it, it sucks. Um, like we were talking about it after the game, man. I, Rawls was right. He made a good point that, you know, He's going to be fine. Like, it wasn't a, a soft tissue tear or a ligament tear or something like that. Like, he's going to be he's gonna be back healthy and strong in probably, like, six, seven weeks, honestly. Um, he should be, he, you know, he should be good to go. Um, 
And so with that being said, it's like, you don't, I don't, I didn't feel as bad as I did. You know, I felt bad he's injured, but I didn't feel like as, as defeated as if it was something that would hold him out, you know, into next season or maybe miss next, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. the fact that he'll be back like for regularly scheduled programming once all the uh, winter stuff starts or, you know, winter conditioning or summer stuff, he's going to be there. So, um, feel good about that but as far as like a player uh um stepping up man i really i'm really hoping mechie and cj can connect man because i've i've been i've been wanting to see what mechie can do i think he's super talented um and i think he could be a, a good like possession i don't know if he i don't think he can give you the same explosiveness that tank gives you but i think he can be a good like safety blanket type receiver for cj yeah. Um, and Xavier Hutchinson, like we have receivers that we can really develop. And I was thinking about that too with, with like drafting receivers in the first round. I know I've been real vocal about one that, but also I started thinking like, man, we got receivers here that that could develop into some something good too. So um, I, I would I I want to see what happens with Hutchinson and and uh, Mechie, but also you still have Robert Woods and Noah Brown. Who Noah Brown has shown he can he can be a big play receiver, um, and CJ CJ has shown he can he can elevate whoever he's playing with. So, um, yeah, I think for most people it would be to see kind of see what can what what Noah Brown and and Xavier Hutchinson and and uh, Mechie can do when the absence to kind of supplement for for Tank being out. Yeah, and Nico Collins had a really big game. Last week, he almost had 200 yards, so I think he'll be dependent on a little bit more. Um, yeah, Nico's going to do his thing, yeah. He's he been balling, man. <laughs> he's been balling. But back to the injury, I was – I think when we talked, I was mad when – like, why is he on the goal line? Why would they do that? You mentioned DJ, the enemy, and his take, and it was a really good take. It was a good breakdown. At the end of the day, it is football. It could have been anybody. But what I really liked was Bobby Slowick's answer. Tank has become one of the best players on offense. When that's the case, those type of players are always going to be on the field. That's just how it is. And I accept that answer because Tank really has become one of the best players on offense. Um, and it's it's not even close. So I, I get it. And just that week, Bobby Slowick said something – before the game, Bobby Sloak said, Tank, the best thing he admires about him is his tenacity, his willingness to block at his size. And that ultimately later that week is what got him, you know, in trouble. It sucks. But I, like you said, he'll be back. Like Rawls mentioned, it's not that big of an injury. It seemed like it was a clean injury. They've already, he's already had surgery. So now the recovery process has already started. Um, and then again, with, the players that you mentioned having to step up, Mechie, Hutchinson, Noah Brown, Shea Robert Woods, and even the tight end Schultz is still out. So Brevin Jordan, man, he's got an opportunity in front of him to ball. So hopefully he takes advantage of it. But Walker, with that being said, it's week 14 preview, man. And you know what that means. It's it. We'll go ahead and turn this bad boy down. <laughs> Maybe not that low. They found a good medium. 
That's at 14. Okay, here we go. We got the Texans going all the way to New York. The Big Apple facing the New York Jets. Walker, I think this could be a trap game. Hmm. Yeah. And I hope the Texans don't fall for it. CJ Stroud's not going to fall for it. I'm going a pretty dominant win. I'm going 24 to 6. <laughs> I think Texans defense continues rolling. What say you, Walker? How do you think it goes? Man, um, I'm going to go 12 to 3. Ooh. Texans. Yeah, I think it's supposed to rain. Oh, really? Yeah. It's supposed to be rain. It's supposed to be windy. Um, I think the defense scores for us. And uh, we find a way to get a couple field goals um, for us. I don't think I don't, I don't know if either either side scores an offensive touchdown. Um, I think it's gonna be a real close game, and I think it's gonna be a hard hard game to win. I'm I'm very nervous about it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I did not know it was gonna rain, and mm -hmm. it was these bad conditions. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what, though. That doesn't change a single thing on my prediction. I'm still going 24-6 <laughs> Texans. And I think you're right. I think it might be – it might take a couple of defensive touchdowns. Hey, does Stingley keep the interception streak going? This is, what, the third week in a row? Or, yeah. or this would be the fourth, fourth week, yeah. right, week in a row since he's been back. He's had an interception. Do you think it continues for Zach Wilson? I don't think Zach Wilson's going to throw that way. So I'll say <laughs> If he's he smart. Will. Yeah. Maybe. He, I mean, who knows? I haven't watched a lot of Zach Wilson, but um, I know he's been very bad, according to Jets fans. say so He's, like, the worst ever QB oh, they've seen. Man. And they've had some bad ones. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. But I think it continues, Walker. It has to. We need it to. The agenda has to continue going, especially versus Sauce. And his team, the New York Jets, mm -hmm. you know, he's going to probably be guarding the offensive rookie of the year last year, Garrett mm -hmm. Wilson. That's an exciting matchup for football purists. You got one of the best route runners in the NFL going against arguably the best, uh, one of the best man corners in the NFL. That's, I love it. Let's see it. Um, so that's the Texans versus Jets. I think we both think they're going to get a win. It's just how do they do it? Mm -hmm. so I'm very interested to see it. So let's go ahead and move on to the rest of the league. We got the first game, and I'll let you get this one. We got the Rams versus the Ravens. How do you see this one going? In uh, give me give me the Ravens. Yeah, it's in Baltimore. I'm going to go Ravens. Got to. Next, I agree. Next, we got the Panthers versus Saints. I am going Saints, but... God, they are so tough to watch sometimes. Bryce Young and the Panthers continue to not uh, be good. Yeah. I'm going to go. Uh, I, I picked this Panthers. I think I picked the Panthers a couple times, and they haven't done it yet, man. I, I'm, I got to go Saints. Yeah. Fuck it. Next, we got the Colts versus Bengals. We need both these teams to lose if that was possible. Um, but we definitely need the Colts to lose. So I'm gonna go Bengals just out of want. What say you? Ah, oh, this is this is tough. Uh, I did a somebody sent me an ESPN like mock 
uh, mock like playoffs uh, predictor. And I think I took the Bengals to win. I mean, I, man, it's tough. Cause I can like the Bengals still have talent. Yeah. You know, obviously we saw that versus Jacksonville. They still have talent. You know, they're just missing Burrow. Um, but Gardner Minshew finds a way to win, and Shane Steichen offense is, is looks like he's a genius. Mm, where is it at? Uh, Cincy. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna go Bengals. Yeah, it's 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 because they're gonna be fighting too. They need they're it. not they're not out of the playoff race. No, not at all. They need it. And is Joe Burrow done? Yeah, Joe yeah. Burrow's done, right? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, that's tough. Uh next we got the Bengals versus Falcons. What say you? The Falcons versus who? Oh, oh, I said Bengals. My bad. Buccaneers. <laughs> Buccaneers versus Falcons in Atlanta. This is a key game, I think, too. For the division, probably. Um, man. I'll go Bucks. I've been saying Bucks the whole year, so I'll go Bucks. I, I feel like the Bucks are the team that wins that division and gets in the playoffs. That's crazy to think. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you. Next, oh, this is one we need both teams to lose. We got Jacksonville up versus the Browns. How do you see this going, Walker? In Cleveland. That's another tough one. It's in Cleveland. Um, I I I I don't know. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is gonna play, but I think even if he does, but the the Browns just played somebody and they kind of they kind of were blowing the Browns out, I feel like. The Rams, right? The Rams. Was it the Rams? I think so. Last uh, week. Yeah. Uh, they got Flacco. I think Flacco's going to start. I'm pretty sure he's going to start. Um, I don't know if Cooper is back. But Jags are missing Christian Kirk, and he's probably the best or most consistent receiver. Um, I got to go. I got to go Browns. I got to go Browns. Yeah, I think if if Trevor Lawrence doesn't start, I'm going Browns. Trevor Lawrence does start, I think they get the Browns. Hmm. For that, I'm going Browns, baby. (laughs) Uh, Next, we got the Detroit Lions versus the Chicago Bears in Chicago. I know Justin Fields is back. I know they look a little bit better, but Detroit, (laughs) something is going on in Detroit. It is not the same old Lions. I'm going Detroit, baby. What say you? I think I, I'm actually going to go with the Bears. I'm going to go with the Bears with the upset. Ooh, that and that would be an upset. Mm-hmm. That would be a big upset. Uh, next, we got the Seattle Seahawks versus the 49ers. What say you? Uh, Niners. Yeah, same. They That division, they always play each other tough. But, yeah, 49ers are the team. They're rolling right now. Shoot. I don't think yeah they're hitting like their stride right now I think mm-hmm. they're they're checking all the boxes right now we got the Vikings versus Raiders even the Raiders are playing inspired football I'm going Vikings Justin Jefferson is coming back baby who say you man I'm gonna go I think I'm gonna go Raiders I'm Raiders. gonna go Raiders yeah. That's, they've been playing people tough, man. Yeah, they've been playing like a little better, and I don't, I don't think they're quite out of the AFC 
I mean, they're they're down far, but I think they, I think they, I think they um, are having plans for that coach for Pierce. Yeah, he would be a good pickup for them. He's like the evil version of D'Amico. <laughs> you know, yeah. Raiders wave, mm-hmm. Raiders wave. So next we got the Broncos versus Chargers. Chargers are playing like shit to get uh, that guy fired. They won six zero last last week or something like that. Wow. Ugly ass game. Get that man out of there. Yeah. yeah. I'm going Broncos. Yeah, I'm gonna go Broncos too. It's crazy. They got a lot of talent on the Chargers. That's crazy. They yeah, do. he got it. Hopefully they'll fire him very soon. Like get him the fuck out of there. Next, we got this is gonna be a good game. We got the Bills versus Chiefs. I don't know what's going on with the Chiefs. I don't know if it's just they're tired. Maybe they're bored. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe they're bored. You know, they're so good that they're bored. I don't know. But I'm going to go Bills on this. I think they drop another one and people start to panic. Yeah. Um, I, I I think I picked the Bills in this one, too, when I did this the simulator. So I'm going to go Bills. Hell, yeah. Next, we got the Eagles versus Cowboys. I think it's the same. I think the Eagles are kind of reeling a little bit. I'm going Cowboys. <laughs> yep, I picked the Cowboys too. Um, I think they're hitting their stride. I think, um, I think Eagles, it's going to be a good one though because I think yeah. Eagles are going to feel feel embarrassed by last week and um, they're going to give the Cowboys all they can handle. But Nick Bosa saying that like we gave the Cowboys a formula is crazy. That's I could crazy. not believe he said that. That's disrespectful. Like, what are they like? Did they hate? I didn't know that. Well, oh, because the Eagles beat them last year, and they're probably talking some stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, wow. Yeah. Crazy. Next, we got, I guess there's two games on Monday night. Yeah, two games. I guess they might have moved one for the Giants. Mm-hmm. It's two. Um, so, we got the Packers versus Giants, and then we got the Titans versus the Dolphins. How do you see those two games playing out? I'm going to go Packers and Dolphins. Packers and Dolphins, yeah. I second that. Same. Um, well, that is our Week 14 preview and predictions in the NFL. So lock in tomorrow as the games kick off. But now we got to move on what the- to the Rockets. The Rockets won last night, beating the Denver Nuggets to get their first road win of the season, beating the defending champs at full strength. At full strength, mind you. They had Mm -hmm. all their starters, all their key players, and we were the first team to beat them at full strength this Mm -hmm. year. So the Rockets have won two games, beating the Thunder uh, on Wednesday and now beating the Nuggets last night. They have San Antonio on Monday with welcoming Wimbenyana to Toyota Center. Walker, what are your thoughts on the Rockets, and what are your thoughts on the end season tournament if you've watched it? Um, I haven't really watched the end season tournament. I watched the end. I didn't watch the end. I watched like the YouTube video of the ending for the Pacers game, um, and it seems like I, I think it's really good, especially for young teams. To be in that that uh, win or go home, like it would have been perfect for the Rockets. That would have been amazing for them. Um, but it seems like a really competitive environment, really good basketball. I mean, the 
I saw the Pelicans got blown out. But uh, I think I, I think it was a really good idea. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see like how <laughs> how these like tournaments or like you know whoever wins them, like how fans react to them, where they're like you know this makes somebody's legacy better or. Will they diminish it because it's not the the finals trophy? You know, you know, like will it become a part of? Well, he they won in season tournament. You know, they they were those champions. So um, it's interesting. I think it's a good thing, though, man. I think it it kind of breaks up the monotony the monotony of like the the early part of the NBA season. I guess where it's like people are watching football still and. Um, they're not as locked in a basketball as they will be later, like in the spring and winter. So, um, I think it's I think it's been a really great idea. I think Adam Silver, I think Adam Silver's a really good commissioner. Maybe, maybe I'm uh, biased because I met him one time and he was really nice to me. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah, I like met him. Uh, yeah, I, I think I was. Yeah, I think I was like uh, working in marketing for the Rockets, and uh, I just remember being on the court and like. He just walked, you know, he like we smiled at each other or whatever, pause. And like he <laughs> he he like uh shook my hand. I was like, cool guy. But I always thought he was like a cool, like he's just a I think he's a really good commissioner. Like he just seems like a politician, right? Mm-hmm. But like he has all the all the political answers and um I think he's innovative with what stuff he's he's done and like like this tournament is gonna last forever, the play in tournament. Um We'll see if it stays. I don't know if it will, but I feel like the end season tournament will for sure. Um, but like just stuff like that, how he, he's he's kind of that's gonna be something that he leaves um, as a legacy on the NBA. That's gonna you know gonna last like three point line um, being implemented. So um, no, nah, I like Adam Silver. I think I like what the NBA does. Um, I still don't understand why NBA isn't like more popular. Um, for like America, I feel like we'll probably have to revisit this in twenty years because I feel like all the, the 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 like young kids are like way more into the NBA. I don't know, man. It's just kind of weird to me how it's not like way more popular on social media. It is, um, but like the yeah. viewers, the viewership doesn't reflect it compared to like the NFL. But I like the NBA, man. I, I like what they're doing, and as far as the Rockets. Um, I I was shocked they won their first their first road game of the year. I was shocked because they it's just like a different team when they're on the road. Um, they just couldn't they just couldn't win games and especially Jalen Green on the road. He's just he's just uh plays like a different person. So seeing him be able to find like some level of consistency, um, on the road. Even though it was one game, like it was, it's a good sign. Hopefully, he continues it. But um, I think it was a big win, and beating the Oklahoma City team, who is, is I want to say they're second in the West. So they were second in the West whenever we played them. Um, that's a big win for us too. Um, the team is, I think, it's coming along and it's gelling. They're missing. I think they're missing probably a backup center. Even though Jeff Green has played played really good in his minutes. 
and uh, just a little bit more scoring off the bench, and I think they'll they'll be they'll be a, a real contender to make the playoffs. Um, so, which which is the path they need to be on. Um, but but I, I liked what I saw versus OKC. Um, I like what I saw from from Denver. They were they were they were giving it to Denver. Um, you know, they, Denver tried to come back, but they were down by too much to to make that comeback. So. Um, it, it was good. And then you got San Antonio coming up on Monday, which if you can, you know, pull that off, that's three in a row. Now you're really starting to hit your groove. And I want to say the schedule, I, I see people saying we got that one of the easier schedules remaining. So, um, if you can start reeling some of these off and start playing some of these Eastern conference teams that you can beat and, um, Working your way up those standings, that's that's going to be really good and and and, and uh, positive going forward. Um, yeah, I I think a lot of these players are are learning like how to play in this system and within the offense and and once they learn that, they'll learn how to scale it up. I think. Um, like Jalen, he had 25 last night, and I don't think if you would have watched that game, you would have known it, you know? It yeah. didn't look like he had 25. We're used to Jalen having 25, and it's, like, in your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, so him scoring 25 that quietly I think is impressive, um, especially when it was on the road. And Jabari Smith, man, I know if you look at the stat sheet, you're going to be like, bro, he's trash, like, what are you talking about? But man, the intensity and effort, like I, especially these last two games I've seen him play with, I think it's the reason why we've been getting out to these these big leads. Like he's just in people's face on defense. He's like all like all type of juice. He's he's grabbing every rebound, finishing the finishing the plays. Um I think he's embracing that role of, well, if they're not going, you know what I'm saying, if I can't cook on offense, which that's the issue too, because I think he he should be getting way more more shots than he is. Um, and hopefully when Amen comes back, uh, they can mix with the lineups for him to be more of a facilitator and, and help these guys. But um, I've been loving what I've been seeing from Jabari, man. He was he was all in. I forgot somebody's face. I think it was Caldwell Pope had him fumbling the ball. Pope ended up made, making like a last second prayer, um, but the defense and the like. I was like, oh man, this is this is what I was expecting. Like this is who I saw at Auburn, bro. He's just like, he's a dog. He's yeah. a dog. I remember DeAndre Jordan had the ball in between his legs and like wanted Jabari to pick it up, and he like Jabari like kicked the ball out the way or let, he like let the ref come pick it up. Like he's like, I'm not to pick that up. Like we've seen Jabari, like, he be talking, and I think. Uh, just seeing the level of intensity and like focus he's been playing with is a uh, is a really good sign for this team, um, and especially since they're going to be playing San Antonio and he I know he felt a lot of embarrassment mm-hmm. um, that first game because you know he talked that crap, um, so I expect I expect them to blow the Spurs out and I mean like be nasty with it so disrespectful um, yeah I I I want to see how they continue to grow though man it's it's, it's I think they're they could be in for a potential like breakout here pretty soon. 
Man, I'm so glad you mentioned about you can tell the players are playing within the system or learning. And I, and I feel like that's the, the thing that's – Jalen Green, we were used to him putting up 20-point games consecutively mm-hmm. under Steven Silas. It seems like under Ime, he's trying to do the right thing mm-hmm. and play the right way within the system. And as much as I like Ime for holding them accountable – it almost seems like Jalen plays a little timid at times mm-hmm. because he's afraid of getting taken yeah, out yeah. the game. And I hope that the coaching staff kind of lo- loosens the leash they have on him and allow him to just flourish within the system. But that also is going to take Jalen Green to have confidence within the system. Mm-hmm. So I agree. They're winning games. They're beating good teams. But they haven't even reached their peak yet. Mm-hmm. Amen Thompson isn't even been playing. Mm-hmm. So that could really spell Jalen. But also they had a chemistry when they were playing. Man. Amen Thompson gave him an alley-oop before mm-hmm. for his own point guard, Fred Van Sweet did. There's a connection. And I think with him coming back, I think we don't be surprised, Rockets fans, if you start to see Jalen Green really come into his own very mm-hmm. soon, as long as Amen Thompson stays healthy. It's going to be interesting, man. The Rockets, the sky's the limit, man. I'm looking at their schedule. I haven't pulled up. They played the Spurs on Monday. They mm-hmm. played the Memphis Grizzlies back-to-back. They play the Bucks, <laughs> the Cavaliers, Hawks. They play the Mavericks, play the Pelicans, and the Pacers. Those games right there, I would say, are all winnable. The Mavs, that's tough. The Mavs, Bucks, Bucks are going to be tough. Bucks are going to be tough. Uh-huh. Um and some of these games are home games. I do too. They're uh, playing in Cleveland, but I who mean, else they say? Uh, Pacers, Pelicans. Pacers play no defense. No defense. Pelicans. The Rockets. Pelicans do. will be tough because we're gonna see them a lot. But uh, we played them pretty good the first time we played them. I feel like so. We'll and see. Then, then we go on a, a six-game homestand versus mm-hmm. the Suns. 76ers, Pistons, mm. Nets, Timberwolves, and Bucks. And the Rockets play lights out at home. They're mm. nine and one right now yep. at home. So, you know, they, like you said, they could very well go on a run and us look back, say we're in February and we look back and we're like, damn, December and January, they fucking put it together. Mm hmm. And I feel like that's what we're kind of about to experience. Them beating the Nuggets, what that's going to do for their confidence, that being their first row win, beating the defending champion at full strength. Come on, man. That's the blueprint right there. Mm-hmm. That's the blueprint. But, Walker, I want to move into something. College football, obviously we ain't got no games today. But we got the Heisman Trophy Ceremony tonight. We got the college playoff set, and I just kind of wanted to get into it all. Um, so first, I wanted to get into the college playoffs. We got the four-team set. We got Michigan playing Alabama. We got Washington playing UT. One, are you okay with the teams? <laughs> Did you have a problem with Florida State not getting in? And then how do you see the playoffs playing out? Um, no, I didn't, I, I, I didn't think Florida state was one of the four best teams. Um, so I didn't have a problem with it. 
if Jordan Travis would have been healthy, they would have been in for sure. Um, Facts. But I think, yeah, I think they got it right. Obviously, I'm biased. If Texas wouldn't have got in, I would have been pissed. <laughs> but um, I think they got it right. Bama beat the best team. Texas beat them and, and has looked dominant the past two games they've played. Um, Washington is undefeated. They had to get in. Um, and then Michigan, I think, yeah, Michigan's undefeated too. And they look like one of the best teams in the, the, the country all year. So I, I think it's, I'm biased too though. So, but I feel like it's one, I feel like it's, it's one of the better playoffs I've seen. Um, I like all, I can remember. Yeah. I like, I feel like all the teams are kind of evenly matched. Um, we got Texas versus Washington. Um, man, we played the Texas and Washington played last year, and Washington beat them in the uh, bowl game. Um, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough because Penix and those receivers versus our secondary, our secondary isn't that great. So it's gonna it's it's gonna be tough. But um, they're not gonna be able to run a ball on us. I think, and I think we could we could take advantage of them in the trenches. Um, that's gonna be a good game. I obviously, like, I honestly feel like even if I wasn't, I've, I mean, I've watched both. Even if I wasn't a Texas fan, I I feel like they will beat Washington. Um, but it's gonna be tough. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then Michigan versus Bama. Man, I think that's gonna be a close. Michigan has played really good football this year, um, but I don't know, man. I think that experience of Bama, um, Jalen Milrow has come into his own recently. Um, I feel like Bama is gonna get Michigan um, once again. I think Michigan has lost the first round like two, three years in a row or something like that. Um, I think Bama's going to get them. I think it's going to be a rematch of week two, a rematch of the 09 championship, Texas versus Bama, where Colt McCoy got hurt. And uh, if that happens, I don't know, man. I don't know if Texas would beat <laughs> Bama. Yeah, I don't know if Texas would beat Bama again if they if they end up playing. But um, if they make it, man, I'll be I'll be more than happy, man. This Texas team is is man, it it it's stacked. It's stacked with NFL talent, and I've been telling people that all year. And to see it like kind of come to fruition, and, and see it like the talent proving itself is, is good to see, man. But they they got they got NFL players all over the field at Texas right now, and it hasn't been that way in years. So um, it's gonna be fun, man. But yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go Texas Bama to to the Natty. I don't know who I don't know I don't know who will win it though. Yeah. If 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 I think a gun in my head, I would probably, I would probably say Bama. I would say Bama. They feel like they would just figure it out, figure out a way. But uh, but yeah, that's that's what I go with right now. I I could see it being that. I really feel like the winner is going to come out of the Michigan Alabama matchup. Mm-hmm. It's 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 going to be great, man. Like you said, this is probably one of the more rememberable college playoffs where it just seems like anybody could win it. 
it's not like a dominant Georgia mm-hmm. team or a dominant Alabama team kind of, you know, who's eventually going to take it. This kind of seems like it really could. Let's see. I mean, Washington's got talent too. You know, they got they got talent all over that damn team. Mm-hmm. Um, they do too. Yeah, they so, got Braylon Trice. Like, that's what I'm saying. They got Roman Duze, Jalen McMillan, um, Jalen Polk, obviously Penix. I don't know how yeah. good their running back is. They got a uh, tackle who's supposed to be a first round pick, second round pick. Um, a lot I don't of, know about their corner. I I love Washington corners, um, but a lot that's of like pop. my favorite position. Like I feel like they always produce top NFL corner, like not top, but like really good, you know, NFL corners that that'll be good starters. So oh, yeah, it's gonna be good. There's a lot of Sunday talent mm-hmm. in this college playoff. Yeah, um, but. Who do you think we got Marvin Harrison Jr., Bo Nix, Jaden Daniels, and Michael Penix tonight for the Heisman? How do you see that going? I, I think it's going to be Daniels. Um, I was having a debate with an LSU fan like a couple weeks ago. And I was I was like, bro, they're not going to win it. I thought it was going to be Bo Nix. Um, I thought they were going to let Bo Nix win it. But he uh, he went to bed, and uh, and Daniels, you know, had another good game versus A and M. So he he's had a he's had a uh, historical kind of like statistical season. Even though I feel like it's been a really quiet one of those type of seasons. I remember like because LSU has lost three games, and I remember I remember like. Players who have, like, because I was telling him, I was like, he's lost three games. Like, he's not going to win it. He hasn't, like, had, like, I don't, I can't think of him having a Heisman moment. You know, they usually be like, this was his Heisman moment. Mm-hmm. And I can't really, I don't know when that was for him. Yeah. Um. So it was just, like, such, such a weird year. This is probably the worst year I've seen for the Heisman, honestly. But, um, like, in, in cases where people have, only won three games. It was like RG3 at Baylor. He was electric. I remember him like like Baylor coming out of nowhere, and he was just lighting Texas up at OU. Um, Tim Tebow at Florida. Hmm. Like, come on, bro. Like, Tim Tebow was the monster that year at Florida. Um, and then Lamar Jackson at Louisville, which he's probably a top five most electric college football player I ever seen in my life. So um maybe I didn't watch enough Jaden Daniels, you know, but I just he don't feel he he don't feel like a Heisman winner to me. I feel like he either had to be like a I don't know man. Cause he's at LSU bro. It's not like he's at some mid level school or like you know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I think he's gonna be the one who wins it. Um, I'd probably, I think Penix probably be second just cause they're undefeated and he's had a, he's had a pretty good year, but who knows, man? I think, I think it's probably done deal as Daniels. Yeah. This year, like you said, there's nobody who just like, usually it's somebody who on a good team that also, um, happens to be balling, but none of the top four teams really have that guy. And I guess Jaden uh, Daniels playing in the SEC, putting up the numbers he did, I guess, you know, 
Yeah, I guess that stands for some. Mm -hmm. And they beat Alabama, right? No, -uh. no, they didn't. Uh, I thought they did. I I think no. I think their biggest win this year. Where I think people were saying it was Mizzou. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I told the guys like maybe if he would have beat Bama, I would, I would, I would see what y'all were saying. But he hasn't. They haven't. They haven't beaten anybody. For you to just be like, yeah, he had his Heisman. You know, like usually those yeah. teams will upset somebody. Like those those players will upset moment. something. Yeah. Yeah. I then I guess, and I seen somebody was saying like the numbers are already favoring Daniels. Mm -hmm. So usually when he's put up some crazy numbers, he has. And usually when Vegas is starting, the numbers are starting to lean towards mm -hmm. that, especially on a Heisman, something like that. It's already a foregone conclusion. It's like they already know it. So, yeah, I'm not expecting no surprises. So I agree with that. Well, the NFL doesn't have a Heisman, but it does have an MVP and Walker. Wait for it to pop up. It's <laughs> popping up right now. It's tripping. See, now this popping up. Damn, the top five ain't popping up. Whatever, it'll eventually pop up. Looks like it's there for me. It is. It ain't showing for me. But mm -hmm. as long as you see, okay, now it's showing. So NFL doesn't have a Heisman, but I would guess if I had to choose, the MVP would be like their Heisman, mm -hmm. who's the best player that year and who's the most valuable so I wanted to do that with college having theirs tonight. NFL's got a couple more weeks to go, obviously the playoffs, but I kind of wanted to see where our lists, where they fell, because maybe there's some familiar names on there or, you know, see where they end up on our list. And then it'd be fun to see where they end up actually at the end of the year. So mm. we do a top five every year or every episode. We're doing one again. So this week it is it. NFL, top five NFL MVP candidates. Walker, if you want to go first, you can. Or if you want me to go first, I will. Uh, Yeah, you can go. Okay. I made my list not too long ago. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. So number five, I think when we talked before the show, you mentioned this guy's name at probably the top. I have him at number five. I just, I got to see more. I got to mm -hmm. see more. And then his name is Brock Purdy. <laughs> I don't think – he's just – he got the best team. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's because of him. You know, they've been a dominant team before him, and they might be a dominant team after him. They just are a well-run organization. Number four is Tua. If you would have told me this guy had his team in pos position to win – First overall in the AFC for the playoff seeding, I wouldn't have believed you. I would have been like, man, somebody gotten hurt. What is going on? But he has Miami looking like a good team. I know they haven't beaten anybody good yet this season, but still they have a very solid team that could go off any given week, and he is a big reason for that. Number three, I had to put this guy – because I think he is the MVP, and he's the MVP in our hearts, C.J. Stroud, number three. Um, the only knock on him is he's a rookie. That's the only knock on him because his numbers are up there with everybody else. His team is winning just like everybody else. 
mm-hmm. and he is a rookie on a team that nobody thought would be where they are. So I think let's see how this season plays out, but I think yeah. he should be in the top three conversation and it might move to top two and he's not two. Okay. So let's, let's see number two for me. And I hate to say this Walker, but I just got to is Trevor Lawrence. And it's only because of where hmm. they have their team positioned currently and where they possibly could end up. He's kind of like Tua. They could end up being the first seed if the Chiefs keep falling. And Trevor Lawrence, before last game, before he got hurt, he was in a groove. You know, they ended up beating Houston. And they're in control of the division. But uh, he had been balling, man. So I think if he comes back this week and it continues and they're winning, they win the division, I think he's got a – you can make an argument for it. Um, And then number one – I don't know how long this lasts, though. Mm-hmm. Number one is Jalen Hurts. I don't know how long it lasts, but as of right now, I think his team has the best record in the NFL. And on paper, they have the best team, but they just lost mm-hmm. last week, and it didn't look good. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how, like I said, I don't know how long this my list stays, so I'm interested to hear yours. What's your top five, Walker? Um, I think five, I'm gonna go kind of similar to you. I'm gonna go Purdy. Um I don't I don't think he's the reason that they're 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 so good. I he 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 is a reason why they're good, but I don't think he's the most valuable player on that team. Um I, I think if Sam Darnold was starting for them, maybe they won't maybe they won't have the same production, but I don't think I don't think they would lose a whole bunch of games, you know? Yeah. Um, and then what's it called? Fourth, I'd probably go I'd probably go Tua. Um, I think similar, um, great situation, great scheme. And he's playing with a receiver who some people would say is a is an MVP candidate. Definitely probably might win offensive player of the year in Tyreek Hill. Um so that's why I'm I'm gonna knock him down a little bit for that, um, and because he wasn't beaten, he hasn't really shown to beat beat good teams this year. Um, and then three, I'm probably gonna go CJ at three. Um, it's crazy that we're saying this, but I feel like he has actually has a really good chance to to you know argument for you to be like. Um, he's an MVP candidate, especially we're making these now. It's like some of these have changed a lot, you know, after next week. Um, and and, and my, my top two, it, it really can. So two, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Dak at two. Um, mm, I think yeah. that, yeah, I think Dak is a big reason for it, for why the Cowboys have been winning. Um, see Lamb has been balling out, you know. Um, he's been making plays. He's been playing really good football these past couple weeks, and that team has been playing really good. And he's the leader. Um, I think I, I think he deserves some some recognition. Um, and if they beat the Eagles this week, then he, he I think he will replace my number one in uh, Jalen Hurts, um, and he'll go to the top. So number one, I got Jalen Hurts. Like you said, um, I think the Eagles had the best record in NFL. He's a big reason for that. Um, 
think he's one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, he has that team playing at a really high level. Obviously, they lost last week, but um, yeah, I I I, I got Jalen over Dak. But if the Cowboys go in there this week and beat beat the Eagles, man, I'm uh, I'm have to move Dak up. And if CJ and you know is is tied with Jacksonville for for a lead or you know after this week if they're in the in the fifth you know fourth seed or whatever you definitely got to start putting CJ and up in that top two too as well yeah so um it's probably it's probably gonna take them winning out for CJ to winning out and and winning the division for CJ to win but um. It's crazy. I think he's right in the thick of it. If you're if you're really being honest, yeah, you got to be honest with yourself. And he, nobody playing better, nobody playing better. But Walker, we'll definitely have to revisit this list come the end of the year and see who's who's uh, maybe higher on the list, who's not on the list, and who might be added to the list. So we'll have to revisit that. But Walker, this is episode one hundred and one. Before we get out of here, is there anything you want to share with the people? Hmm. Man, I was watching, uh, I told you I was watching Kalen King earlier. Because mm-hmm. um, Tankathon had us taking him in the draft. They've been having us taking a corner a lot. They had us taking Cooper DeGene before that. Um, but now I'm on Kool-Aid McKinstry, man. And I'm like, he kind of reminds me of like Pac-Man Jones. Mm. That's what, that's kind of who I'm seeing out of him. They they got like a similar build. He's a punt returner. Um, I feel like they kind of move the same. Yeah, that's that's who um that's who I'm seeing. That was just a thought I had. I wanted to see what people thought about that. Kool Aid McKinstry got a little bit of Pac Man Pac Man Jones in him. I don't know if he got the interceptions. I don't know if he's the same ball skills, but just kind of movements. I love that comparison. Pac Man Jones was a good corner man. Mm-hmm. Played a long time in the NFL because of it. Yeah, he did. He got a lot of interceptions, I think, too. Man, that's a, that's that's interesting. And honestly, hey, I mean, corner might be a position to need, mm-hmm. you know, with Steven Nelson maybe on the other side of his career, not really having the stability with another corner on the roster like that. Yeah, it might be good to give Stingley a, uh, a yeah. Robin. Yeah, it's like we don't know if they're going to re-sign Nelson do you think they are? Man, I think there's a case to be made for him to be. Oh, I mean, for sure. He's been balling the last two years with them. It's just I don't know if he likes uh, sleeveless sweater vest uh, <laughs> Nick Nick Casario. You know, I don't know what their relationship's like now, but I would hope so, honestly. I just think they should add a young guy to that yeah. that he can learn from. Maybe sign Nelson to a one- or two-year deal. See how it go, because he's a little older, isn't he? He's got to be in his thirties. Yeah, thirty-one, thirty-two. So Shit. it's just like it's hard to replace corners, especially in free agency. And rookie corners. I mean, not all rookie corners yeah. come in and ball. So if you could draft one high and kind of let them just learn and yeah, I feel like take they, his time. I feel like you, rookie corners usually come in kind of slow. Yeah, so it's kind of hard for them. Ideal situation would probably be let that man uh, sit. I mean, shit. Or at least draft one later. 
Yeah. Yeah. Development type of thing. Mm -hmm. Not all of them are generational talents like Stingley. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Come on now. (laughs) But Walker, let's go ahead and get out of here. And uh, everybody watch this Heisman. And we'll be back. Texans play tomorrow. Y'all so lock in. But till next time, y'all be good. If these diamonds in my head can't weigh me down, what makes you think you could weigh me down? Stop it right now. Friends were pessimistic about our love. Heard they tight now. We both know they're miserable at home. Fuck them all. If this rollie on my wrist can't weigh me down, Don't delay